Welcome to the Kansas City Report, the podcast all about the Kansas City Roos. My name is Christian Martinez, and I'll be your host for this podcast series, as I'll take you around the just entire world of KC Roos sports, and I'll be the one hosting it. A little bit about myself, so you guys know who I am. So I'm a student here at the University of Missouri, Kansas City. This is my senior year, so my last year here. And I am currently the sports editor for Rue News. That's our newspaper here at UMKC. And I also do a lot of other things. So I work as the kind of creative consultant for Rue TV. That's our, po- uh, not podcast, more of our broadcast for the university. I also am the play-by-play commentator for men's and women's basketball games. So you'll hear more of me later this season once basketball starts. And I also have my own podcast now, so... Uh, you guys will be able to hear me and what I have to say about this. Usually I'll have guests, and we'll talk more about that later. But today I'll be by myself, just giving you guys some updates. Other than that, you know, I live with my folks, love them to death. Got a mom and dad, and got my three siblings at home. Um, and they've been super supportive about what I'm doing, and wouldn't be here without them. Uh, besides this, I work at a cheese shop, surprisingly. Uh, not a lot of people know that, but now you guys do, the listeners. Um, and funny enough, I'm lactose intolerant, so <laughs> it's it's a good it's a good job because it pays, but uh, it's my personal personal nightmare. But it's fine; I get paid. We're good. And also, you know, as a senior, I'm obviously looking for jobs out there in the world of sports media, and I've been blessed to now work with Kansas City Sports Network, that's founded by B.J. Kissel. Um, he hired me on to be a producer for their post game show. And yesterday, actually, or for this Thursday game, which didn't go well, but for the, for the Chiefs specifically. But for us, you know, I was working with Tucker Franklin, Kent Swanson, Haley Lewis, the boys at home. The boys at home, not Matt. Matt was not there. But Craig, Craig Stout, another guy who works for KCSN. I get to work with all of them, and it's a real honor to work alongside some veterans. And I really learn about what it takes to be in this world of sports media. So it's awesome. Um, and I'm lucky enough that I get to do this. So with that being said, let's talk about some Kansas City Roos sports. First and foremost, let's talk about the team that's gone undefeated this season. Currently 6-0. and Volleyball. They have been doing phenomenal this year. So obviously they're 6-0. They just won two tournaments back-to-back these past couple weeks. And right now... Well, as filming of this podcast, it's on a Friday. They have a tournament where they play Chicago State, Oakland, and Eastern Michigan. And hopefully, you know, they get some wins and continue to go 6-0, but we shall see. But yeah, as I was saying, they're the best team in the Summit League right now. Like, the best team. Obviously, they're 6-0. You know, record shows that they're the best. But statistically, they're the best as well. They rank first in every major statistical category including points assists kills blocks service aces digs opponent hitting percentage and opponent blocks so it's a lot of stats i just gave to you guys but basically they lead those and they're all some of the most important things when it comes to volleyball again they are getting the points they're playing great defense they're not allowing the other team to play great defense it's outstanding what they're doing and it's a phenomenon that's going on here 
in Kansas City because, again, we've never had a team go undefeated. This is the first time the volleyball team has gone 6-0 and in the history of the program, which is insane. Again, literally living history right now. I got to talk to some of the volleyball folks a couple days ago. We'll release a video kind of interview situation there. But I got to talk to uh, Coach Posey, who really, who's really showed some poise when it comes to this team. And I'm excited to see how far they go this season. Obviously, it's really early to determine whether or not they're going to do great. But right now, it looks like they're going to do awesome. Speaking of which, I got to talk to a couple of players, uh, one specifically, Odyssey Warren, who's really the leader of this team. She currently ranks 15th in the NCAA in the nation on attacks per set, which again, just shows, you know, her growth from starting here in UMKC as a freshman to now, you know, she had to climb up the ranks to officially become the f- one of the faces of this volleyball team, which again, her and I, we've talked before and she's awesome. She's great. And I'm excited to see if she can continue to climb up the ranks on attacks per set and maybe rank top 10. Speaking of top 10, we have actually someone who ranks not top 10, but top five on blocks per set in the NCAA, and that's Carly Gillen. I hope I said your name right, Carly. If not, you can hit me up, and I'll get it right next time. But Carly, yeah, ranks fifth in blocks per set, which kind of just mirrors the theme of this team, which is they're really technical, they're sound. I watched them practice, and Coach Posey has them doing everything, like every scenario, every situation. She makes her players train for that. And it's awesome to see just how dedicated they are to the small things in volleyball. Because, again, every sport has their small things. And when I get to watch volleyball, it's almost like getting to see them block, getting to see them attack, getting to see them serve. It's just magical. And Carly has really mastered just blocks in general. And it shows by being ranked, you know, fifth in the nation. And then we also have Leah Green who ranks 27th, top 30 in a nation, on digs per set. Again, UMKC in general, the Kansas City Ruse, I should say, they rank first in digs in the Summit League, and they have one of the best dig, just players who are great at digs in general, in the nation here with Leah Green. And she's been exciting to watch as well, and we're, I'm excited more of that she gets to improve with this team and continue to work on her craft and hopefully by next Friday when they come here for the Casey Ruse Classic with a K we get to see what Leah can do on the court and finally overall you know the team is just ranking crazy in the nation well they haven't ranked yet hopefully they will but they rank right now 27th in the nation on blocks per set and we're going to see that number climb I believe and even just all the other statistical categories if they keep up this legendary trajectory again you know, this team is doing really well. I'm amazed that they're off to a 6-0 start. We've never had that happen. And it's going to be exciting. So you guys should definitely come to the KC Roos Classic next Friday. It's a tournament. And you're going to see what this team's about. And again, we don't know what's going to happen with the tournament here in Eastern Michigan. But if they go 9-0, you guys got to show up. Because, again, if they get the support from their team... They can go far, and I do believe they can go far. But we're going to have to see how, if this is a, a fluke or not. Again, I don't think it's a fluke, but that's always a question, you know. 
you go 6-0, can you continue that momentum? And again, I personally believe they will, but we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, they'll be back home here at Sweeney Rec on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. And they'll have the KC Roos Classic, which is going to be an exciting, exciting tournament. And yeah, overall, let's see what happens. And again, we it's going to, you know, they're going to face East Southern Missouri State. They first SEMO, they face Austin P, and then St. Louis right here in Kansas City. And the first match starts at 1 p.m. on Friday and then on 7 p.m. that same day. And then we got a 2 p.m. match on Saturday, September 16th. If you can't make it there to uh, Sweeney, you can always watch it on the Summit League Network. If you want to know more, if you want to know more information, just go to kcruse.com and they'll have some more info on that. Now we're going to move on from the court to the field because we're going to talk more about soccer. So we'll start with men's soccer. They've uh, been doing all right, you know, for who they faced. They faced two ranked teams in the NCAA, and they've faced some other players. But right now they're 1-2-1, so they've lost to Utah Valley and number 18th ranked Missouri State. Then they tied to Bradley, and then they beat Drake recently 4-3, to which is really a shootout and a great match uh, nonetheless. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, on September 8th, they will face SIU, another ranked team in the NCAA, at 7.30 p.m. Then they'll go on to face Creighton on September 12th and then Santa Barbara on September 16th. And then after those matches, we're going to get some Summit League rival games, which are always exciting to watch and are going to be really important for this team going forward. Speaking of the team, Julian Lebordulus and Hector Taboda are tied in points this season with four apiece. So yeah, we're again, the team's not really like they don't have really they don't have a lot of players that have, that have a lot of points right now, but Julian Hector, they're really picking up the load here for the team. And it's great to see that because again, those are p- players you can rely on if you're uh coach Ryan Poor, you know, you can rely on those players to really really just do what they have to do. And again, like when you look at Julian, he ranks first in the Summit League in assists, and he ranks third on shots and shots on goal. So he's he's trying. He's trying to make things happen. But obviously, you know, soccer's not a one-man show unless you're Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, you rarely see teams that rely exclusively on one player. So I want to see some more, you know, chemistry within the team. But obviously, that kind of thing takes time. And I haven't watched a match yet, personally. You know, I have a busy life, but I'm hoping to get to see a couple games for men's soccer and just see what the chemistry looks like on the field. And speaking of just being on field in general, we also have the goalie, Stefano Carmelengo. He has 21 saves this season and a .724 save percentage. And he also has a shutout, which, again, shutouts are hard. It's hard to have a shutout in soccer in general and Stefano has one so that's that's no easy feat and finally he ranks first in saves per game in the Summit League which again just shows you know he's a good goalie he's been doing what he has to do he's taking care of the net he's protecting it and again I think the thing that we worry about is the scoring because they went scoreless through their first three games and then Drake happened and he scored four goals they caught up but to me when I look at a soccer team, you know, it's just all about the, you got to do well on offense if you have a good goalie. 
And I know Julian and, and Hector, they're trying to do their best, but I want to see more of that, like, chemistry. Because, again, sports is all about chemistry. you got to rely on the other person. And if Kansas City can put up some goals, again, if they can score more, it'd be helpful for the team. Obviously, that's, that's Captain Obvious to say. But you just want to see them make those plays happen, if that makes sense. You don't want to see, you know, goals, like, just... You don't want to see poor execution, if that makes sense. And again, you know, they lost 0-4 to Utah Valley. But you look at Bradley. They tied. They didn't score a goal, a single goal against Bradley. And Bradley didn't score a goal either. That was a game that Stefano had a shutout. So you wonder if, you know, when this offense is going to start rolling. Because once they start rolling, then this team is going to continue to pour up those wins. And even against Missouri State, they lost by one goal. One goal against a ranked team in the nation. And it was 0-1. They didn't score a single goal. So, again, I wonder if we're going to see more chemistry from this team. I'm excited to see what happens these upcoming games. Because, again, they'll start playing Omaha, St. Thomas. Then, again, they face a ranked Louisville, who's top 10 in the nation right now at number 7. And they face Denver. It's insane. So, again, I just wonder if... You, if the Kansas City Roos can just really pick it up. So we'll see. Now going for men's, we're going to hop on to women's soccer. So their record's a little different. And I don't mean it in the best way possible. But I mean it more as they're 1-3-3. Three, and three. So they've lost to Iowa, St. Louis, in Colorado State. They beat Lindenwood in their first match. And then they tied to Southern Illinois, UIC, and they just played Kansas, where they tied. Now they'll have to face Southern Indiana and Tulsa next week on September 14th and September 17th. And hopefully they can kind of get those wins back-to-back so they can get back to 500 somewhat. And then obviously they'll start playing Summit League competition. They'll start playing all these other teams in the Summit League. And that's where really the meat of it, meat of the schedule really matters. Every, every game matters, obviously, but this Summit League match matches that come up really matter now looking at the players themselves it's really interesting to see who leads in some of the statistical categories like we look at brianna castleberry she leads the team in 12 shots and half of those shots six are shot on goal so again brianna's trying to make things happen and she's again just kind of like julian she's trying to score whenever she can and she's making those opportunities work but they're just not falling in so hopefully you know brianna can pick up that momentum and she can continue to kind of get those shots in and hopefully she'll start hitting more goals but well, that's a wait and see currently uh kata kamoles leads the team in points though she leads the team with four overall and other than that i mean the team ranks third in the summit league and saves so that means you know i know that we had mckenzie caldwell if not mistaken who was the original goalie. She only played one game, though, so uh, Mackenzie, I hope you're doing okay. Um, but other than that, I know, I think it's Kayla, not Kayla Moore, Riley Moore, sorry. I know Riley Moore is currently the goalkeeper now for the Ruse. She's a junior from Linden High School, and I believe she came from Bowling Green. So she's currently, right now, the goalie for the team, and Mackenzie's not. So I wonder... If we'll see Mackenzie back, um, I can talk to 
some of their players and see what's going on there, but hopefully she's doing okay. And yeah, other than that, they rank dead last in every other statistical category in the Summit League. And it's tough to see. But also, the season's early, you know. It's not over yet. It's kind of like that Chiefs loss. You know, people are treating it like the end of the world. But it's just one game. And for here, it's, you know, there's a lot of soccer matches to be played. And I have the confidence that they'll come back. We'll just have to see if they can turn the season around quickly before it's too late. But again... Just we have to wait and see. We're we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens and if Kansas City can make things work as a team. And I also am just a little concerned about you know if they're going to get them again. As I was saying, getting momentum at the right time because soccer teams, you know, if they pick up the momentum on the right time with their quick back to back to back matches, that can turn the season around. And other than like the St. Louis game where they lost by eight. They've done really well to keep close to the competitors. I mean, against Iowa, they lost by two goals. They tied against Southern Illinois, one apiece. They lost to Colorado State by a goal, and they tied back-to-back games with UIC and Kansas where they just allowed one goal apiece. So again, it, it kind of goes back to just men's soccer in general. I think the big thing for soccer is making those opportunities and executing them. Hopefully we'll get a player next week to talk more about this and can give me more insight than I am right now. But I'm just, a, I'm just a little, you know, I'm wanting more. And obviously every Rue wants more from this team, but I'm wanting more and I want to see what the Rues can do. If they can continue to focus on execution and creating those chances down the field. Now, finally, to really round this out, we got some cost country. Now they've only had one like meet, but it's an important meet, and they were at the Bob Timmons Classic, which is hosted by KU, and they faced KU, K-State, and Oral Roberts, a Summit League rival, and they ranked fourth, men's and women's apiece. Uh, Brett Beard had the fastest time for men's with a mere 21 minutes. He had some, like, 0.08 milliseconds, but basically it's 21 minutes. And then Madeline Russell had the fastest time for women's, mind you, with 20 minutes and one second. So, yeah, looking at cross-country, you know, it's the first meet. Obviously, you're facing teams that are just dominating, and they did their best, and I'm glad to see that Brett and Madeline got to do their thing uh, cross-country-wise. But just, to, again, obviously, all Roos want to see more, but there's obviously so many other meets that are going to happen. So, yeah, and that pretty much does it for cross-country. I think overall for this team, I'm for just a ruse this season. It's exciting to see volleyball do great, and next week I'm hoping that you know I get to talk to one of the players and discuss about what that season's looked like for them. But that's a team that you guys should be excited about. It's a team that people should be go watching. Like you should go watch the Kansas City Ruse for the KC Ruse Classic this upcoming week on Friday because they have played their socks off. And I know that they're going to do great this season. But it's just a wait and see. All right. Well, that does it for me. It's going to be a quick episode. You know, usually these might be a little longer. But today it's just going to be a quick one. Just talking about the teams. Just introducing myself. But I want to close it out with just the dream, the concept of the show. Because, again, my whole goal is to bring in guests, talk to players, talk to maybe coaches, talk to some of my 
Rue News kind of reporters on just what is going on with this team and just getting their insight. So you'll be getting a lot of that this season. You'll get some updates about what I'm doing. And overall, I just want to treat this as a way of you guys keeping in touch with what's going on with the Kansas City Roos. And hopefully you guys are listening and enjoying this on a car ride or something. But yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. If you can, go out to those Kansas City Roo matches. They're great. They're exciting to be at overall. And, you know, again, with the volleyball team, they could use it. Men's soccer, women's soccer, they could use it right now. I don't know if you can attend cross-country meets, but if you can, go. Because our Roos could use it, and it will they will use it as motivation, and they'll use that energy to really perform on the field even harder. Well, with that being said, I'm going to close this out. Thank you guys for listening today. I appreciate it. Hopefully the show will be out this weekend or Friday. But you guys have a great day, and brew up. Thank you.